Hey mama, I know you need a break, so go ahead and clock out, because it's time for the Moms Off The Clock podcast. What's going on? What's going on? Hi everyone, welcome to the Moms Off The Clock podcast. I'm your host and fellow mama friend, Deirdre Brannick. This podcast is dedicated to the moms who need a break to have a WTF is happening moment. And you are not alone. It is a pleasure having you all join me in my conversation about motherhood. Welcome to the new moms. Hi, mama. And welcome back to the moms who've been rocking with me since the earlier episodes. I'm so glad that you all are here. But let's go ahead and get started because let's be honest, mom breaks are not that long. Before we get into the episode and topic, I first want to tell you all to please connect with me on my social media. Um, My Instagram handle has changed, so it's the T-H-E-M-O-T-C-C-L-U-B, so the Moms Off The Clock Club, right? Um, And my Twitter is just Moms Off The Clock. If there are any topics you'd like me to talk about, right? Or even if you like to give feedback, support, donate, or would like your establishment or business um, to be sponsored um, by Moms Off The Clock, please connect with me for a shout out or an ad and let me know. Okay, I love to connect with you all and meet new faces and put some connections to other people who are in need, right? Um, Also, please remember to write a review on Apple Podcasts, right? Or rate the show on there or Spotify or any other listening platforms. And if you leave a review on the Apple Podcasts, I will shout you out on the episode during this announcement portion, okay? So let's get into it. That was enough of all of that. This is episode 27, and I can't wait to talk to you all about this one, okay? Um, today's episode is Black Moms. That's it. That's all in honor of Black History Month because you know I have to talk about it because I am a Black mother and I can't wait to talk about this one, right? So if you're listening, you know what to do. Clock out and grab your wine, juice, water for the fitness moms, or coffee for the go-to moms and let's talk motherhood. So you all know before we really start chatting or if you're new here, Right before we get into the episode, we say an affirmation of the week. And as always, I'll tell you what I have learned or what I am still learning through today's episode. This week's affirmation is I am doing the best I can. And that is enough. All right. So let's get into it, mama. All right. Let's first start with some black mom colloquialisms. Okay. (laughs) If you are a black mother or you were raised by a black mother, some of these will resonate with you, trigger you, (laughs) or make you laugh or smile, right? The first one is, I'm not one of your little friends. I don't know about your mama, but my mom would say that a lot, right? And now look at her. One of my little friends, one of my (laughs) homegirls, okay? I call her to talk about everything. That is my friend, all right? Um, Another one is, you smell like outside, what like come on y'all know and everybody knows what outside smells like somebody right now is listening like "Mm, I (laughs) I know exactly what outside smells like and the other is stop running in and out my house okay and if you really wanted to take it there she'd say uh and stop letting my ac out of this house right You, you letting the ac out right that was another thing and the last one that I know my fellow black mothers um, know, and the ones raised by black mothers, you all know this one. Let's say it together. You got McDonald's money? Okay. <laughs> Every time I wanted to go to McDonald's to get me a McDouble, I was like, Mom, can we go? Get-? Or a Happy Meal. You remember the Happy Meals? Mom, can we go? Get, um, do you have McDonald's money? 
okay, then now we're not going. <laughs> and so, you know, that, that is the great, um, funny and the beautiful parts of black mothers, right? That, that, and the, uh, sayings and the colloquialisms that we all know, right? It's like we are unified in some way <laughs> through a statement or a proverb, right? Um, so, First of all, for those of you who don't know, I am a black woman and I am a black mother to a beautiful black little girl. Um, I love her so, so, so much. Um, and I was raised by a wonderful black woman. Shout out to Dorothy, a.k.a. DJ. I call her that when we like having a, a fun little time. I'm like, ah, oh, DJ. Um, and a.k.a. Mama Poe for the people who go to church with my mom. You know, um, you all know my mom. So we love we love her. Um, my mom definitely had many traits that... I want to instill in my daughter, right? One of those traits, and I'm going to kind of like elaborate on each one. She always showed up. Okay, if I ever had an event, right? It didn't matter, sports event, band, uh, my mom, band, taekwondo. <laughs> um, I used to play drums for like a, 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 like a bongo class. And every event, my mom was there. For a fundraiser, my mom was there. It, it, it didn't matter. Recital. Um, I was in chorus, so she was there. It was in band. She was there. And it's so funny. A band story is my mom, she didn't know how to get to one of the events that I was performing at because we had like this uh, little tour that we did for a band. And we were the Eaton Beaten Band. Because <laughs> I went to uh, Eaton Middle School, right? So we were the Eaton Band. And my mom, she couldn't she didn't know how to get to the uh I think it was like a Patrick Henry mall yeah my mom was not a driving mom so my mom was like you know I'm I'll follow so we are packing the bus up and I look and they're like they're like Deirdre isn't that your mom and my mom is literally waving in her car to us as we're driving you know as we're riding on the bus and I was just like oh my god so embarrassing (laughs) but the fact that my mom did all that so she can make it and be there it, it didn't mean a lot then because, you know, you're, you're embarrassed, you're a teenager, but it meant, it means a lot now because I want to show up for my daughter like that, right? I know that my daughter is going to aspire to be like other wonderful women, but I want to be the first woman that she aspires to be, right? I want to show up for her as a black mother and I, I, I want to do that because my mom did that. And the, another thing my mom did was she was my first advocate and she stood up for me. I remember one particular time I had called my mom and um, I know I actually, actually, so the situation, this is how the situation went. One of the teachers, I I was in PE class and she used to pick with me because I was very heavy chested. I didn't like to run. I was overweight, you know, and she just picked with me a lot. Right. And this particular time she got upset with me and she threw a chair and I was like, oh no, you know, I'm calling my mom. So, and she was like, and you are out and that, so I'm crying and I'm like, I'm calling my mom. Cause you just do a chair because you're that angry. And so I called my dad at first and my dad was like, you know, it's okay. Just go back to class and just, you know, don't let it get to you. And I was like, that, that's not really what I want to hear. Right. And you all know that when you call your mama, and you tell them something like that, if your mom was like my mama, your mama was on the way, honey, okay? I called my mom, and I'll never forget this, my mom was actually on crutches. And I called her and I said, mom, I said, this uh, teacher, Miss so-and-so, she said, um, I said, she threw a chair because she was so angry and I'm crying. My mom said, I'll be there. And hung up, 
it was no, I love you, <laughs> bye bye. She hung up and was on her way. My mom, everyone in the school knew that my mom was very friendly. She's a very friendly person. If you know my mom, you know. And um, Miss Ivy, one of like the one of the like administrators right there, she did like the school security. <laughs> She told me that my mom like came in on her crutches and Miss I was like, hey, Miss Bernardo. And my mom did not like even crack a smile. She was my mom. Miss Ivy was like, your mom was on a mission. OK. <laughs> and so um, my mom came in and my mom sat there and the lady is like the teacher's like, I did not throw a chair. Da, 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 and I did not. I would never hurt them. Da, da, da. And my mom was like, I would like my child removed from her class immediately because I also am a teacher and if if any if any parent came to me and said that they felt uncomfortable about their child because I didn't know how to control my temper I would want I I would be okay with them being out of the class too she was like but regardless that's not her decision I want her out of I want my daughter out of her class and it was never my mom didn't say well what did you do wrong which I did not do anything wrong and I know some kids say that but literally I didn't she was just upset because I was like I I didn't feel like working. I didn't want to work out or run because for one, if you are a real teacher and you care about your students, you will understand if they're self-conscious about their body or if they've been bullied because I was bullied in middle school. Right. Um, and, you know, jumping up and down and participating in like the mile runs. And stuff. I was not that girl. I was not that girl. I didn't become that girl until high school. Um, very much so not that girl. <laughs> I was not the athletic girl um, because I wasn't confident in my body. And then I got to high school, lost weight and I felt better. But this teacher, she didn't care about that. She cared about like, well, if she used to say things like such as like if Serena Williams could double up in her bras, that'll help you. And you need to double up in your bra. She used to tell me all this stuff. And um, my, my mom was even noticing how it was changing me because I would wear sweatshirts in the summer because um, I just didn't like that, you know, and. She got frustrated that day and threw that chair and I'll never forget that. But she, my mom never blamed me or when we got home and she told me, my mom was like, I, I want to uh, go ahead and take her home now too. And they were like, oh yeah, you can sign her out, blah, blah, blah. And the principal, he was a white, big white guy. He was like, you know, I have to applaud you, Miss Burton. That's my mom's um, married name. And he's like, I have to applaud you because you did not come up here very like, you know, angry or anything. My mom said no, because I know that nothing was going to get done. And me being a teacher as well, I know that that's not going to help the situation. She was like, but do not. <laughs> she said, do not get it twisted. That's pretty much what she, I'm just giving you what I'm saying. She said, she, uh, she said, because if something would have happened to my child, I would not be this calm. And he said, he said, understood, <laughs> understood. But I, my mom, she advocated for me. She showed up. She always had my back. You know, it was never a time that I didn't feel like my mom didn't have my back. And I remember one more story. This lady at our church said that she saw her sister said she saw me in a club and she pulls me aside. And I was 16. You guys, I don't even know how I would get into a club. I didn't even know how to get there. I couldn't drive to it. So how could it totally blows my mind to this day. And, um, I remember just sitting there and my mom came out of the service right on time. I mean, right on time. And I said, mom, and I said, can you come here, please? And my mom walks over and she could see that I was like very flustered because I'm like, I'm trying to prove myself. And the, she just, the lady just kept asking, are you sure you could tell me the truth? And I never had been in the club before, you know, I, I was an adult, right? And even then it took me forever to get to one, to be honest with you, because that's not my personality, but because I was very outgoing People would believe what they heard, you know, 
And so my mom comes over and I said, mom, she told me she saw me at a club. Mom, I was not at the club. My mom didn't ask me if it was the truth or not. My mom just turned. And if you know, my mom is five feet. Exactly. She's a very short woman. She's little, but she's mighty. Okay. <laughs> and she turned to that lady and she said, don't you ever No, She's first of all, she sent me back inside. She said, you go back inside the church. And as I'm walking inside the church, I see my mom turn her. She said, don't you ever pull my child aside without me being present with her. She is a minor. She does not have an adult to speak for her. How dare you try to pull her aside and embarrass her and make her feel less than like my mom. My mom had my back. My mom had my back. That was that's my girl, you know, and I still have her back. Like I can make jokes about my mom, but you can't make jokes about my mom. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I don't play when it comes to that woman. Right. Um, and she always knows one thing. One thing about my, my mother. Right. Is that she always knows how to encourage me, whether it's with prayer or anything. And she's taught me so much about my faith of just not giving up and, and just settling and you know, not believing that God can't change or rectify a situation. Like that's my mom. And it's, it's so instilled in me and to stand up for myself. Right. Always. She's like, if you have a problem with it or problem about saying, say something, communicate, you know? And so I just, I'm just grateful. So, so, so grateful that my mom is just a black mother that has like the epitome of like grace you know, sass, fierceness, and faith, right? I, I, I think I can get her a shirt that says that because it's literally my mother. And as a black woman, she has done so much. We clash very much. Don't, don't, don't get it twisted though. We are very much alike. So we clashed a lot um, growing up. But one thing I will say is my mom, she stuck by my side. And I thank her for that because uh, over, the t- over this time, it made me think of the ways that black mothers have made me felt feel I should say that I'm sorry I said felt (laughs) made me feel right um they have made me feel safe they made me feel loved even you know people who aren't you know I have one mom right one black mother but even mothers that I know they've just made me feel safe and loved and comforted right and like like some good good soul food right (laughs) that's what black mothers provide like I can't even explain it it's um it's amazing but unfortunately right there are things that black mothers have faced behind the scenes and um, many things that black women and mothers have endured, such as like divorce, right? There is a plethora of black single mothers because of divorce or, you know, um, the men not not really stepping up to the plate to hold it down or stepping out because of infidelity or abuse, right? Um, and then they face low income jobs, right, to provide for those families or the adversity that they face as a black woman in general, right? Those are the things that have really affected black women, right? Black mothers in general. I remember my parents' divorce um, after 27 years of marriage, right? You know, uh, and and, uh, as I tell this story, I tell the story to everyone and everyone's always like, 27 years, I can't give a, listen, 27 years, you're going to have to, you're going to have to fight and and kill me because I'm not... (laughs) (laughs) let me stop no seriously um (laughs) you never know how people's differences can separate them right and and financial reasons and and other things in people's personal lives right Uh, but when my parents divorced I had to see my mom through different stages of her life right and sometimes seeing that hurts us as children right and then 
we mourn for our mothers because we're like, that shouldn't have never happened to my mom. My mom doesn't do anything but be a good woman. And, you know, and then we try to make them feel better. And then that's how people pleasing develops in us as women, right? And as mothers, or we have to grow up faster than we want because we're helping them, you know, or getting jobs to make sure that, you know, if our mothers can't bring in as much income as they can, we sometimes we feel like maybe I'll just get a job and help them. And it's like through all that adversity, right? And all that prejudice that black women and and moms have faced throughout life and, you know, trying to pick themselves back up again. Black women and black mothers are so powerful, right? Um, there was a saying, a quote, and I, I, I got to look it up for verbatim, but it's basically like the most neglected and disrespected woman is the black woman. And I think that is so true. And I think, you know, although that Although we talk about how strong black women are and strong black moms are, they deserve to have a moment where they, they put, put the, um, how can I say this? They want a moment where they cannot be strong all the time, right? Not to say that they want to be a moment where they want to be weak, but if I have to be very transparent and honest, they want to feel weak too. They want to say, I can't carry this these kids is just a lot for me. I need a little extra help. They, they want someone to help and swoop in to, to help them. They want that. But because we have normalized telling black women, you are so strong. I'm a strong, independent black woman. You know, we have worn that on our chest, like an, like an S on our chest, you know, and uh, a badge of honor and black women and black mothers have faced so much. And I think that it's time for us to hold space for black women and black mothers to say it's okay not to be strong, right? And so I read this post one time and it was saying that sometimes when black women are have anxiety, it comes off as them being, you know, angry or uh, flustered or or snappy, right? It's It's not that they are those angry black women. It's because they're facing anxiety in certain portions of their life. And that's the way they, they try to fight it because they try to push people away. They try to, they snap, they're snap, they'll snap back at you, you know, and it's just their way of trying to get through some, some of their anxieties that they don't know how to manage because some of them have been so neglected and so hurt and, and have gone through things that could have and should have made them bitter. And sometimes it did make them bitter, right? And I don't say bitter in a negative connotation, but I'm, I'm being honest, like they're angry, right? They're hurt. And I think now is a time, me as a black woman, as a black mother, on behalf of Black History Month, you know, I want to talk about like the, the, the black mother and how we need to hold space for that. You know, there are a lot of communities, but there's, there's very seldom times when you see community just for black moms to just say like, yeah, this is what you're going through as a single black mom. I understand. Right. I'm um, not to say that there's not out there. It's not out there, but I didn't see my mom have one. Right. Um, it was just more so like, pick yourself back up, pray, God can, God will, instead of just saying, you need a hug, right? And my mom, she had so much that she had to process, but as a black mother and as black mothers, you don't have time to really think about that when you're trying to figure out how are you going to manage your child and all these things. And sometimes black moms also, they don't really show as much emotion because they they don't want to be deemed as soft or they say things like, I'll just do it myself. And that is a defense mechanism because people have let them down. So they don't trust a lot of people to help them in any form or fashion. 
So if you know a black mother and if you're listening to this and you are not a black mother, but you are an ally to a black mother or a friend to a black mother, hold space for that black mom. Don't make it awkward, though. You know, <laughs> I I know what you're going through. You're a black mom. You know, don't don't do that. Right. <laughs> don't make it awkward. No, don't, don't make because then we'll say, hey, we're just human. You know, we're, we're human. Just like you just talk to me like I'm human. Right. But ways we can help is to just say, hey. I see you. If you're a white counterpart, you know, say things like, you know, as a, you know, I don't know what you're going through, but would you please let me know if I can help you in any way, right? And if you are a black mother watching this and you have other black mother friends or black friends, you know, um, black mama friends, hold space for each other. Don't always say things, stop normalizing saying, you know, we, we are strong women. We don't need nobody. You do need someone. And you do deserve someone who will love you. Don't listen to these podcast men. <laughs> Don't listen to these podcast men because you have not, if you're a single mother listening to this, you have not lost any value, okay? It's it's a lesson learned, but learn how to heal yourself or take the time, not even learn, take the time to heal yourself before you go looking for other love in, in all the wrong places. But start your love search here in this unity community with Moms Off The Clock, Okay. As a black mother, if you are listening to this, you are doing a wonderful, wonderful job facing adversity and prejudice in all elements of your life. It's just a black woman in general. And sometimes it hurts. Sometimes it's unfair. We don't get those jobs that we, you know, we qualify for or we or we look down upon or we stereotyped. It's a lot. But I just want to let you know that you're seen and you're heard in this Unity community is diverse and it's loving. It's full of it's full of uh, BIPOC people, you know. I, um, and if you don't know, who that is that's Black, Indigenous, people of color, um, and we hold space for all women, right? All women. So, to the Black Mama, first of all, Happy Black History Month, and to the Black Mama, you are making your Black her story every day every day and so I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this up before I start crying (laughs) but um as you get ready to clock back in all right mama know that you are doing your best it's not about being perfect it's about being progressive and until next time mamas see you soon and let me check on my baby all right bye-bye